Hello, everyone. How are you? It's Pastor Rod here from Tokyo, Japan. Hey, have you ever thought about what do we do when life seems to push us around? Now, I'm a great believer of our Lord Jesus Christ blessing us and, and helping us, and, and、uh, we're on a journey of faith. But you know, I know that some things seem to push us around. What are we going to do? Just recently, we've been talking about this train illustration. We're all on the, the good journey. The good journey. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you might prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. We're on a, a prosperous journey. It doesn't mean everything's all right. It doesn't mean that we're going from poverty to wealth, but it means we're on God's good journey. Amen. We believe that. We're, we're moving ahead, but we're on the train together. But you know, sometimes there is a bump. In the way, have a look at this. The train, a big bump there. Whoa, we're not going to be derailed, all right? We're, we're, we're going to land back on the track because God is in charge of our lives. But there are bumps in life. And, but after the bumps come and gone, maybe like 2020, 2021, this current situation, God's going to put us into overdrive, a, a higher level gear if we've been faithful and staying together and we're going to go together down the track. For our future. But you know, there are some things that push us around. And Isaac in the Old Testament, I love this story because Isaac was so blessed, and yet there w a s some things that challenged him in life. There's some things we're going to look at how he was blessed and how there w a s challenges. It was pushed around, but he kept going. You ready? You want to you hear some of the challenges that will face us on our journey? With Jesus Christ. We're going to read about Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of blessing. And Genesis 26, verse 1 starts off Now there was a famine in the land besides the previous famine in Abraham's time. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the, the Philistines in Gerar. So he's a son of promise, son of blessing. And he, and, 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 and,、uh, he gets these wells from his dad. Verse 2 The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Don't go down to Egypt. In the famine. Don't, don't run away from the will of God. Don't run away from destiny. Stay, live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while and listen to this. And I will be with you and will bless you. Yes, in the famine. Yes, in the land where God says that's the place of blessing in our lives. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore with your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. That's, that's the promise God gave, gave to Abraham, right? And he's giving it to his son Isaac, passing on the inheritance. This is such an incredible thing with families and lives. God is passing through. Going to make it, you as numerous as the stars in the sky, and will give them all these lands. And through your offspring, all the nations of the earth will be blessed, including. Japan and Australia, and you name your nation right now. God's going to bless your nation. He loves your people. He loves the people of the world. God is here. Because Abram obeyed me and did everything I required of him, keeping my commands, my decrees, and my instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gerar. We're staying in this situation a bit longer, folks. I don't want to stay longer in this pandemic, but we're in it. We have to stay. We have to be strong. We have to come on, come on. Let's stay in the situation God has for us. Verse 12 and 13. And Isaac planted crops in that land. And in the same year, which year? The year of famine, he reaped 
a hundredfold. Whoa, that means his wheat was coming up and there's big heads of wheat and everyone's going to eat well. Everyone's going to eat well. Everyone's going to be blessed when you have a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. The man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. Now, this sounds like the end of the story, right? No, it's not the end. It's just the beginning part, God's blessing. And as Christians, we've got the blessing of the Lord. We become sons and daughters of God. We receive inheritance and the promises of God. The promises of God for us are yes and amen in Jesus Christ, right? We receive, you're a receiver. You receive by faith the blessing of the Lord. But in Isaac's world, all of a sudden, there are three challenges to his blessing, three things that challenge the blessing of God. And I think we all face these three challenges, these three bumps in the blessed journey. You see, blessed journey doesn't mean we don't have troubles. No, no, no. Blessed journey means God is with us in the good times and the bad times. Amen. And so here's, here's the three challenges. Number one, his name is Abimelech. He's his dad's foe, his dad's old enemy. Now, we're not talking about us Christians having enemies, except the enemy of the devil and sin and temptation, right? But we realize that this challenger, Abimelech, is an old challenger, challenged his dad, challenges his life. It's like an old rival or an old critic. And I remember when I first became a believer uh, in Jesus and um, you know, the, the, the past would try and grab me and say, you can't do anything for God because you did this and you did that and, and you're this and you're that. And it's called Abimelech. Abimelech's trying to steal our blessing. And so we're going to read here Genesis 26 verse 14. He, Isaac, had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the time of his father Abraham the Philistines, well, that's Abimelech, they stopped up. They, they filled in his water wells, his, 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 his beautiful water for the people. The enemy came and tried to put dirt in the well. You know the feeling, there's dirt in the well. It's like one day I'm doing really good and the next day it feels like there's dirt in the well. You know what I mean? And so Abimelech said to Isaac, move away from us. You've become too powerful for us. And, and, and Isaac let it go because he trusted in the Lord. And, you know, we've got to let go of Abimelech's in our life, the, that, that voice that says, you're this. We need to say, no, 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 no. Or someone that says, oh, you can't do it. And again, when I was a young Christian, I, I couldn't believe the amount of people who were my critics, who criticized me, even my fireman friends and my surfing friends. They said, oh, you'll never make it as a Christian, Rod Plummer. You'll never make it. You're not good. And, and, and so many people criticized and didn't believe in me. But I had to believe what God said. I'm not going to believe Abimelech, right? So let's look at a couple of scriptures. Here we go. Number one, 2 Corinthians 10.4. The weapons we use in our fight are not the world's weapons, but God's powerful weapons, listen, which we use to destroy strongholds, that old voice, that old thought, that old temptation, that old flashback. It says we destroy false arguments. Abimelech, Abimelech, you're not going to have it in my life. No way. Get out in Jesus' name. Come on, give God a big praise. 
Give God a big praise. Come on. Those thoughts from the things past. And when people said to me, Rod Plummer, you'll never make it. I had to believe in God, what God said. And here I am all these years later, just walking one day after another. And Abimelech is gone. It's gone out of my life. There was a second challenger. His name was Gerar. These are Jewish names, Old Testament names. And and this one means quarreling or complaining. And the second challenger to our walk of faith is complaining. Complaining. Another word would be gossiping or quarreling. And and it's this idea of of of, of trying to 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 tear something out of our hand. And and what Gerard tries to do is he tries to say, you're not, you're not the rightful owner. You're not the heir of God. You, 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 you shouldn't deserve the blessings. Oh, you shouldn't have all those things. You shouldn't have joy. You shouldn't have joy. By the way, I'm amazed how many people try to take away our joy or how many things, you know. We, it's Gerar. It's, it's complaining. And, and any time you get into complaining or quarreling, we will lose our peace. We will lose our joy. Let's read it. Let's read. Here we go. Verse 17. So Isaac moved away from Abimelech, from the old stuff, and encamped in the valley of Gerar where he settled. And Isaac reopened the wells of water that had been dug in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died. And he gave them the same names his father had given them. Isaac's servants dug in the valley and discovered fresh water. Everywhere Isaac went, there was fresh water because the anointing was on Isaac. The anointing was on Abraham and Isaac, and the anointing is on you, my friend. The anointing of God, the power of the Holy Spirit is in us and on us. And people might try and take things or, or the devil might try and grab things, but it's, it's in our lives. It's by the Holy Spirit. And the herders of Gerar quarreled with those of Isaac and said, that's ours, the water is ours. And so he named the well there Essek because they disputed with him. Come on, folks, we're not going to complain. We're not going to quarrel. We're not going to, we're just going to take what God has for us. So to that Gerar, we're just going to keep on walking. Here's a scripture, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Come on. Come on. So Gerar, no more complaining. Uh-uh. We're not going to quarrel. We just know what God says and we're going to keep a right spirit and we're going to keep forgiving and loving in Jesus' name. Come on. We're on a bit of a bump, but we're going to keep going. Now, there was a third challenger. The third challenger's name was Sitna. These are old, old words, but the word Sitna is actually where we get the word Satan from in English. It's actually the same Hebrew word. And this speaks of spiritual opposition, spiritual warfare. Is the devil real? Yep. Yep. I've experienced him in so many ways. But I want to tell you, here's the scripture. Here's the scripture. It says, greater, greater is he. Listen to this scripture. 1 John 4, 4. Dear children, you are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one in the world. And so this third challenger, let's go back to that scripture in in Genesis chapter 26, verse 21. And they dug another well, but they quarreled over that one and he named it Sitna or Satan or or opposition. I I, I just know that we have the total power in Jesus' name. You know, living here in Japan or in other countries, people say, oh, is it it spiritually dark? And my answer is no, because I've, I've got Jesus. I've got the light of God. 
in my life, the light and power of Jesus. Greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. So the third challenger to my journey is Satan or the devil himself. And we're going to say, no, 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 we believe in Jesus. Finally, these three challenges, what happened in the end of Isaac's life? Here we go. Genesis 26, 22. And so he, Isaac, moved on from there and dug another well while this guy was constantly producing because it was his DNA. It was his gift. It was his anointing. Wherever he went, didn't matter who opposed him, there was a reproduction in the Holy Spirit. And friend, you've got giftings. You've got personality. You've got things to do. You've got destiny that nobody and nothing can take away from you as long as you stay on course. God is with you. And this is, he called it Rehoboth. This is a good word. This is a good Hebrew word saying, now the Lord has given us ah, room and we will flourish in the land. I love this guy, Isaac. He, he struggled on his journey, big bumps and challenges, but he's, he's just going forward. So some, here's some takeaways for some things in our lives. Number one, we need to have an attitude of getting up again. Come on, folks. Come on, let's get up again. 2020, pandemic. Some of people lost their jobs and even it's been, it's been a sickness time or, or difficult time. And, and as a pastor, we've, we've prayed with people and, and loved people. I know you have too. But we've just got to keep getting up and going forward in Jesus' name. 2021, we're going forward in Jesus' name. Number two takeaway, don't let the past challenges be part of your future. Decide that my future and my past can be quite different. If I've had challenges and issues through grace we can leave that behind and say you know what i can go go for you know isaac never talked against these guys again you never read about isaac went forward and oh there's gerar and, and abimelech and uh. no no he just had this fresh spirit to produce fresh wells of water and i want to be like that don't you no matter what happened they filled up my wells they stuffed up my wells it doesn't matter because I have Jesus Christ. And this is my third point now. Keep digging wells. Keep using your gifts. I, 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 I believe God's given us all giftings and anointings in our hands to do and to think and to create and to, to make and to, to, to produce fruitfulness in our lives. Amen. And finally, the last thing I want to say is the future promises are great. Keep His promises before you. Journaling. So as a young Christian, and I, uh, some of my friends said, said, oh, Rod Plummer, you'll never make it as a Christian. You did blah, blah, blah. And I just had in my heart what God said. God said, you are my son. I love you. I'm with you. Uh, and I started to feed on the, the positive scriptures of Jesus saying, my peace I give to you. Uh, the future is bright. I believe God was speaking to me about future things in many verses. I still have them in my heart. And so the final thing, I want to talk about in all of this is that Jesus is our great coach. In everything I've just said, Jesus has gone ahead of us. I love, don't you love Jesus? Come on, let's praise the Lord Jesus. He's our King. He died. He went through the cross to resurrection. And, and here's my last scripture. It's Hebrews 12, 1 to 3, talking about Jesus going through a bump of the cross. Huge bump. Bigger bump than we'll ever know. We don't understand it but it's a huge, huge bump. He went through first and he took our place on the cross. So amazing, Lord Jesus. Here we go. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a 
great cloud of witnesses, including Isaac and Abraham, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. We're all on this road. God's marked out a race for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Now, here, here we go. Listen to this. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you and me will not go grow weary and lose heart. Here it is, folks. Our eyes are on Jesus. He went through the cross, something we will never have to endure, ever, ever. We will never have to take our own sin. We will never have to do that. But we look to Jesus because he went through that. He went through that massive bump. Whoa, who could imagine for the joy that's coming after. Let me finish by just giving again my, 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 when I first got saved. Some people said I'd never make it. But you know what? As a young fireman, I did make it. Thank you, I'm here today. <laughs> and, and, and been through lots of, of struggles and bumps for 41 years in my, my Christian walk. I want to tell you, there's lots of bumps, but God has been faithful. And it was just a few weeks after I got saved, I led my, my two fireman friends to know Jesus too. Because as I went through my bumps with my new faith, they were watching and they said, Rod, this, this Jesus stuff is actually real in your life and we would like to know about it. One of those guys, my very good friend, Steve Davis, he, uh, he, he was a wild man, uh, an ex-military an ex, uh, person and and had been in wars, and he was a very, very tough man. And, and he said to me at the beginning, Rod, you'll never make it. But after six weeks, he came and he said, Rod, what you've got, I want in my life. I want Jesus. Would you, would you lead me to Jesus? Help me find Jesus. So we prayed with Steve and, and then his, his girlfriend who became his wife, and they had amazing kids. And, and uh, years later, I met Steve. He was such a successful man. And I remember people said to me, you'll never make it. This won't happen. You've got to fight that stuff. Get through it because God has great things for you ahead. We're going on the path. You coming with me? Let's all go. Come on, in Jesus' name. Come, let's praise His name. Don't let life push you around. You've got Jesus on your side. Let me pray. Lord, I want to thank you that there are, although there are challenges in our life and bumps along the way, you are with us. You are in us. And I pray that everyone listening would get up again, would get strong, would get your word, would journal, seek your face, get scriptures, remain strong, and move on into their destiny in Jesus' name. I pray anyone going through hard times right now, you might comfort and strengthen them in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, folks. Let's go on that journey. Let's go on that journey with Jesus. And finally, maybe you'd like to join the journey with Jesus. Receive Him in your life. So I'd like to count to three. And ask, would you like to receive Jesus? He died on the cross, but he rose again after three days. And you can know him right now, right now as I pray. Would you open your heart and receive him? I'm going to count to three. You ready? One, God loves you. Two, would you open your heart? And three, would you say yes to Jesus right now? Lord Jesus, I pray for these amazing people. You'd fill them with your love, forgiveness, grace. Right now, they'll be believers in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. 
Well, let's go forward, folks. We're on that train journey, wherever you're on. Come on, stay in the train. Stay with God. God bless you all.